Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Sunday night edition of Ambassadors of Christ for Sunday, January the 17th, 2020. I am your host, Mike Keenan, along with my fellow brother in Christ, Mr. Anthony Florio. Good evening to you, sir. How are you tonight? Good evening to you, too, sir. I'm blessed as always. How about yourself? No complaints. None at all. Yes, sir. What do you got in store tonight for us? I have another special message, as always. And um, um, earlier today at um, at my church, uh, even though um, I haven't been able to go there because of uh, COVID and everything else, um, I saw another wonderful sermon by my dear friend and brother in Christ, Kyle McIntyre, who I've mentioned on this podcast on many occasions. And he prayed about the Holy Spirit and what the Bible says about the Holy Spirit. I'll send you that sermon in a little bit there, uh, Mike, so uh, so you can see it. But um, as always, I'm going to ha- – I have a very uh, powerful and um, amazing follow-up message to that. So um, this is a prayer to the Holy Spirit, and this is a message all about the Holy Spirit. So um, there are some scriptures that go with this. The Bible says in the book of Genesis, chapters, uh, chapter 1, verses 1 to 2, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. John 16 and 7 says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Acts chapter 2 verses 1 to 4. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues as of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Galatians chapter 5 verse, verse, uh, verses 22 to 23 and 25. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. And Revelation Revelation chapter 2, verse 7. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And now to the message. Who is the Holy Spirit? And what role does he play in the Christian life? In John 15, Jesus tells his disciples about the persecution they will encounter by following him. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you, John 15 and 20. As he went on about what life would be like after he eventually left to be with the Father, they naturally grew sorrowful, John 16 and 6. They didn't know the wonder that God had planned next. Jesus comforts them in John 16 and 7. I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. This helper is the Holy Spirit. Alistair Begg wrote five truths about the Holy Spirit. You can can check that out on uh, Ligonier.org. 
he explains the meaning of the word helper, which is translated from the Greek word parakletos. It has a legal dimension. It refers to one who would be an advocate. Begg said in its wider context, it speaks of comfort, of protection, of counsel, and of guidance. Who is the Holy Spirit? One, the Holy Spirit is a unique person and not simply a power or an influence. We have to understand that the Spirit of God, the third person of the Trinity, is personal, said Alistair Begg. As a person, he may be grieved, Ephesians 4 and 30. He may be quenched in terms of the exercise of his will, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 19. And he may be resisted, Acts 7 and 51. Two, the Holy Spirit is one, both with the Father and the Son. This is the most powerful and baffling thing about the Trinity. Each third is unique, but all three are united in theological terms. We say that he is both co-equal and co-eternal. So the activity of the Spirit is never given to us in Scripture in isolation from the person and work of Christ or in isolation from the eternal will of the Father. Three, the Spirit is the author of the Scriptures. We read in 2 Timothy 3 and 16, that all scripture is God-breathed. And in 2 Peter 1 and 21, that men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. These verses illustrate the divine work of the Holy Spirit through men to record what we know as the Bible, what we know now as the Bible. This is a book that exists as a result of the outbreathing of the Holy Spirit. What is the role of the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit convicts and regenerates our spirit. Our first encounter with the Holy Spirit is when he convicts us of our sin, shows us that none of us can live up to the righteousness of Jesus, and reveals to us the judgment that is coming to those who die without a Savior. John chapter 16, verses 8 to 11. As we repent, confess our sins, and receive the gift of salvation, the Holy Spirit regenerates our dead inner human spirit, which now becomes sensitive to the spiritual things of God, John 3, 1 to 16, and Acts 2 and 38. This is referred to in the Bible as the new birth. We receive the whole spirit, not a piece. At the same moment, the Holy Spirit baptizes or immerses us into the family of God, the worldwide followers of Christ, past, present, and future. This is known as the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It occurs once and for all, at our conversion and is not repeated. When we receive the Holy Spirit, we receive all the Holy Spirit we will ever receive. He does not come in pieces and parts. He is either in us or not. Acts 1, 4 to 5 and 1 Corinthians 12 and 13. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. He brings peace in the midst of storms. He is our encourager and comforter when we are hurting and discouraged. Sometimes the only place we can go is to the Spirit of Jesus. The Holy Spirit, who gives us peace and comfort. John 14, 16 to 17 and 16 and 7. Ephesians 2, 14 and Philippians 4, 7. He empowers believers to live for Christ and righteousness. He pours in the power for victorious living. When you're in the hospital awaiting a surgery, instead of fear and fretting, you find peace and contentment through the Holy Spirit, who pours into you the grace and power that you need. Romans 8 and 26 and Philippians 4, 10 to 13. He also empowers and inspires us for evangelism. 
the Holy Spirit helps us read the Bible and pray. He teams with us in studying and in understanding the truths of the Bible. After all, who better to teach and interpret the Bible for us than the one who wrote the book? John 14 and 25 and 16, 12 to 15. Every passage in scripture has only one true interpretation. The Holy Spirit guides us to figure out what the Bible writer had in mind when he wrote what he wrote. And not only does the Holy Spirit guide our prayers, he steps in to intercede for us when we can't put our feelings into words. Romans 8 and 26. Sometimes when our pain is so deep that we can only groan, he turns our groans into prayers. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, you are God. I praise you because you are holy, and I thank you for dwelling in my heart. Thank you for working in my life. You guided me into salvation, renewed my dead spirit, and you opened my eyes to the truth. Thank you. Help me to see you more clearly, to recognize your movement in my life. Make me more sensitive to you so I can follow you more closely. Still, I know that I am selfish and rebellious. I need you to help me be obedient when I recognize your leading. I need you. I ask you for your help and comfort today. You know my pain and anxieties very well. Thank you for praying over me. Help me to rest in your comfort today. Help me to walk in you, the spirit of God. Grow good fruit in my life. You are the one who produces these in me. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I cannot live out these things on my own. I need you. Amen. Wow. Oh, my God. Send that to me, please. Send When you get a chance to, send that to me, please. Yes, of course. Absolutely. Oh, my God. That was awesome. Very well said, too. Thank you, my friend. I'm glad you enjoyed that. And Holy Spirit, that's what it's all about. Um, so with that being said, there's one other order of business. And Mr. Keenan, we all know what that is. The daily scripture of the day. Yes, sir. And it comes to us tonight from the book of Isaiah, chapter 26, and we're going to read verses 8 to 9. New King James Version for any new listeners out there, as that is the translation that my church and I read out of. And it goes as follows. Yes, in the way of your judgments, O Lord, we have waited for you. The desire of our soul is for your name and for the remembrance of you. With my soul. I have desired you in the night. Yes, by my spirit within me, I will seek you early. For when your judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. Wow, that's awesome too. Two in a row. Nice. Yes, sir. So, um... Well, that's um, that's all that I have on my end tonight, uh, Mr. Keenan. So if um, if you have anything, feel free to share. Or if not, then we'll put the bow on this thing. Well, that will do it for this edition of Ambassadors of Christ. But we thank you very much for listening. And please remember, we'll be back again 
with you all again on Thursday night over on Anthony's channel for the Thursday edition of Ambassadors of Christ. But until th Thursday night, go ahead, Anthony. You know what to do. Yes, sir. For everybody who's been a part of this one, bye for now, dear friends. God bless. Be good to each other. Have a blessed week. And until Thursday night for the Thursday edition of Ambassadors for Christ over on my anchor channel, you've been listening to the Sunday night edition of Ambassadors for Christ right here on Mike Keenan's anchor channel here on anchor.fm. And as the late, great Lawrence Welk would always say at the end of his shows, keep a song in your heart. While we here at Ambassadors for Christ always say, keep the word of God in your heart. And always remember this, as our dear friend, Pastor Carl Russo always says at the end of his sermons, nobody is greater than Jesus. Nobody. nobody. God bless you is our prayer. Okay, my friend, I'll talk to you again on Thursday night. But until then, have a blessed week. You have a blessed week as well, brother. Blessings and much love to everyone. Bye for now. Bye for now, brother.